A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, In those days after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers in the heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory, and then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or that hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. It's being described as hell on earth. Have you seen the news of the wildfires in California? It's being described as hell on earth. Over um, almost 80 people have died. Over 1,000 people are missing. The, the warning signs came very quickly. And then there was the, the signs to evacuate. And, and as always happens, there are many people who choose not to evacuate or wait, wait to evacuate. And then before you know it, they're, they're getting away too late. I started watching videos on YouTube and sometimes that's a big mistake when they suggest a video and you just keep watching another one and another one and another one. Well, the videos were of people, some that died and some that survived. They were, they were showing cell phone uh, videos that were taken and uploaded. One of the videos was of this woman who had waited to leave and as she was leaving, there's fire everywhere. Like you're, you're seeing it all throughout the, the, the homes, the yards. And so she's going in, in her car and she's trying to drive away from the fire and she drives through one tunnel and then she gets to the next tun tunnel. At the end of the tunnel, it's bright white and orange. I mean, just like a blazing fire at the end of the tunnel. And then she still continued to drive through it because it was the only way to go to escape the fire. People talked about uh, seeing other cars melt right in front of them. There was one lady that I was watching that, that was interviewed and she survived. Well, she was actually driving away. She worked at a, um, at a hospital, and so they had moved everybody out of the hospital really quick, and they started to evacuate, and she was one of the last people to go. She was driving, and her car ca caught on fire. She felt the heat coming through the windows. So she called her husband, and she said, Honey, I just wanted to tell you I'm going to die. And she said, Tell the kids I love them and know that I love you. The fire is coming. There's nothing to do. And he said to her, don't just sit there, fight, get up and run. And so the, she knew if she just sat there in her car, the fire was going to encapsulate her. So she opened the door. She said the flame was so hot it burned her eyes. So she had to close her eyes and literally go like this and walk towards cool air. So she has her eyes closed. She's breathing in smoke. She's walking towards cool air until she finally walks into the back of a car. 
She goes to, to open the door and the, the handle comes off in her hand. The door is melted. So she begins walking again into the dark and bumps into the back of an, am, an ambulance, a, a fire truck, I'm sorry. So she gets to the fire truck. She gets inside the fire truck. She thinks she's, she's safe and the firemen say, they call to the air, they say, we need, um, we need to be evacuated. We need um, the water to be dumped right here on us. And the air, air supply said, sorry, there's nothing we can do. She sat there in the fire truck. And then finally, out of nowhere comes this huge bulldozer and it cleared the path and then finally they were able to get free and, and she, she made it. But we see that there's so many that didn't. It's a glimpse of hell on earth. This end of the, the times that we're talking about, we're coming to the last Sunday of ordinary time. Next Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. It's a, a time for us to do a reality check and realize that we are in the storm. Like sin is just ravaging us. It, it is. It's, ravaged, it's ravishing the church. It's ravishing us priests. It's ravishing the people. It is like a wildfire just going through. And sometimes we sit there in our cars or by ourselves and we think, uh, there's nothing I can do. I'm going to die anyways. You know, we, we, we get this like point of like ambivalence to sin. Meanwhile, it's a raging fire trying to kill us and take us down. We hear in the first reading, at that time there shall arise Michael, the great prince, guardian of your people. It shall be a time unsurpassed in distress. All of us are going to face this moment. All of us are going to face this time where we come to the ends of our lives and we're going to realize that all of a sudden we don't have our sin as managed as we thought we did. For some reason, we think that we don't have to evacuate. We don't have to turn away from sin in our life. For some reason, we, become, we, we get settled in our sin. And then we hear Jesus, too. He warns in the gospel. He says, in those days, after the tribulation, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light. Like, we, too, we're going to be blind. We have to know Jesus' voice so well. It's like that woman, when she calls his husband, when she calls her husband, if she wouldn't have done that, if she wouldn't have reached out and to call, called him, she would have sat there and, and died in her car. Well, the same is true for us. We have this communion, this connection with our Lord, we can call out to him at any time and say, Lord, I'm, I'm in trouble here. There's this sin going on in my life and it's, it's ravishing me or it's ravishing my family or ravishing my marriage or, you know, ravishing friendships. But I think far too often we kind of think, ah, I'll take care of it later. I got, I, I got it managed. It's not that big of a problem. And yet the fire is just ravishing us. So I invite you to think about that as we come to the end of this ordinary time, this last Sunday. If you were to go before Christ right now, would there be any sin in your life that you know is destroying you? The tendency is just to sit with it, to continue to do it, to think, oh, I'll take care of it at a later time. Well, that later time is going to come and it's going to be too late. Or is there anything in your life that you're not doing that you know God is calling you to do? Again, the, the point of the readings this Sunday is to help us realize the gravity of this. We are in a firestorm. Sin is ravishing us. And we have to do everything that we can to turn away from it in our lives and ultimately turn towards Christ because he's our king. He's the only way out of the darkness. Just like that woman that was blind and kind of going by, by her feeling, we have to go by that same faith. We've got to trust in Jesus, walk towards him, turn away from any sin in our lives. Don't wait to evacuate. Don't wait to turn away from sin. Do it now.
before it's too late.